0: Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 294 of the Drunk Drivers Podcast. I'm your host, always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, the hot rod, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey Tyler, I am doing freaking fantastic. Not only is work things going pretty well, but at the same time, I actually picked up quite a slew of some new Switch games, so I'm fucking elated, dude. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man, it's like at the workplace, I actually got, like, an Employee of the Month certificate on top of, like I said, on top of, like, uh, all the other stuff I actually earned like a freaking display thing from going to like a safety meeting like it's not like just a safety meeting but like a safety summit thing in like Tacoma hmm. and stuff Washington and man it was just kind of funny because it's like I'm sitting there in my chair you know just like listening to the safety person like talk this and that and stuff and it was just basically one of those standard conferences and stuff where all the big wigs and everyone just gather together based upon specific regions and this and that and it's like oh hey if you have this yellow sticker on your chair, you win the decoration on the center. And so, obviously, everyone on my table goes and like checks the chair. Obviously, they don't have anything. And all of a sudden, I, you know, instinctly, I just stand up, just check my chair all over, and I see this convenient little yellow sticker right on the bottom end of like the metal part. I'm like, well, I got it. <laughs> I kind of, it's, it's kind of funny because I kind of find it found it ironic because. Here I am. I don't really do, like, a lot of decorative stuff or a lot of craft stuff, but, uh, I end up getting it, and, uh, I actually ended up giving it to my mom, who is now using it as a centerpiece on her dinner table, so that is pretty much a, f- like, a fun thing that I ended up turning into, but, uh, other than that, though, yeah, I've just been basically just, uh, <laughs> kind of doing my big old power plays as I usually do with, uh, games from time to time, where there are times when I literally go forth and I save up a bunch of cash, like either periodically every month, but like a couple bits of uh, cash or something like that on a service. This time it was the Nintendo eShop, where I put little bits at a time and I saved it up for a few months, and then now I decided to spend a whole splurge worth of games, and I'm getting eight Nintendo Switch games on the eShop. That, I know. I know. And it's just really crazy because it's like, a lot of those games and stuff were on sale, but the ones that weren't were some of the big name games that uh, they don't generally go on sale too often. Of course, I'm talking about like Stardew Valley. I'm talking about like uh, the new game that just released this year, Dead Cells, which I'm highly excited to try to play Dead Cells. And of course, there's some of the other games that uh, that you see on the eShop. Sometimes and you think, "Oh, what the hell is this type of game?" It's like, "Oh, I don't want to invest in it because it's like seven, eight dollars, or it's like ten bucks, or shit, or something like that." But when it comes to a sale and it's like almost next to nothing, it's like, "Oh, why not?" That's basically how I end up getting a couple games a couple weeks ago, like Mantis Burn Racing and like Plague Road and stuff. And those games are okay at the most. Not too sure if I'll actually finish them. I'll go back to them probably from time to time. But, uh, no. What I'm talking about are games like Robonauts. Which, that game's been on sale quite a number of times throughout the year. Since it's released on the Switch eShop. And I think at one point it was actually free for PSN. I know that in, like, Forma.8. That little indie game was uh, free for PSN at one point. But, uh, at this moment in time, I've gotten... Robonauts I got the Adventures of elena Temple, which is sort of like a Game Boy platformer sort of mashup. I got that one for I believe it was forty percent off, thirty percent off. Can't remember. But uh other than that
0: <clears throat>
1: got Dead Cells, got Undertale. Undertale was one of those ones which uh wasn't on sale, but uh Oh boy. Like I said before, I got Stardew Valley, and the biggest one out of that was Hyperlight Drifter. <sighs> <laughs> That's right. I told you guys that I would get Hyperlight Drifter on the Switch. I was just baiting my time until the right opportunity hit itself and boom. Headshot. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm just readily excited now to go forth and just start playing games of my switch because you know what it's like i've been playing world of warcraft for such a long time now for my standards i hardly ever play a game for month on months on end hell tyler can attest to that man i almost play like fucking new games almost every week and all of a sudden yep. first time in five years <laughs> i finally start playing a game consistently like month after month kind of like his version of madden quintessentially <laughs> what's well, my version of madden yeah fair enough the but uh, other than that, though, that's pretty much what I've been doing. How about you, Tyler?
0: Uh, not too much for me. Uh, went over to a friend's house, watched the Hawkeye game earlier today. Hawkeye's yeah, yeah. won. Go Hawks. Born one, baby. Nice. Um, you know, crazy, you know, busy week of work. That, you know, typical week for Tyler. Uh, nothing too crazy happened that I remember. No. Uh, but before we get into the rest of the show, uh, It's that time of year. I want to mention it. Uh, Extra Life is happening four weeks from tonight. It's Saturday night. Yes. Uh, So four weeks from today, we'll be participating in Extra Life. Um, Some people do it for 24 hours. Some people do it for 25 because it's on daylight savings time. Uh, But people don't know, uh, extra-life.org is the website. Uh, It is a gaming marathon that people do every year where they raise money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. uh, And you sign up. People, you ask for donations, people donate to you. Uh, You can pick any hospital they want in the United States or Canada, and every dime that you earn goes directly to them. Uh, This isn't just like some silly, stupid thing that people just do as an excuse. Well, some people do. I mean, it's awesome. to get. It sounds great to play games for 24 straight hours, but it's not. Trust me. Uh, No. every, Every year about hour 15, as much as we love playing video games, we do a goddamn podcast. We pay money every week to do a podcast about video games. Yep. We love video games, obviously, uh, but, um, we, uh, about hour 15, uh, even we're like this, this is not fun anymore, but we keep doing, cause you know, we love, we, we love to, uh, help those, uh, big, beautiful kids out there. Um, yes, and, we do. And, uh, if you guys are interested in checking it out, please do. Uh, like I said, extra dash org is a website, uh, play games for 24 straight hours or 25. Um, all the money you earn goes to those hospitals to help those kids, um, if you if you know people that are interested and in, might might be interested in doing that, uh, tell them to go check out that website. Check it out for yourself. Send them the link. Whatever. Uh, it is a really cool thing. Um, I have eight Extra Life t-shirts. Uh, I damn. Um, I have an Extra Life tattoo uh, from from earning my fundraising goal last year. Uh, so obviously it's a, it's a pretty big deal to us. Uh, Gables, this is your I believe your sixth year, and this yes, is it my is. seventh year of doing it. Um, so, obviously, we, we we do this, and we love doing this, uh, and it's fun. Uh, you know, you get on a party chat, and you bullshit with your friends for uh, 24 straight hours, and uh, just <laughs> try to have a good time, as best of a time as you can, until about two in the morning hits, uh, and you've been playing games oh for my
1: God. Like 17 straight hours. Uh, dude, I can attest for this, considering, like, how you, I, and, like, a bunch of the talking ship guys and stuff around 2 a.m., everybody is dead. Yeah, yeah. Quite literally dead. I think it I think last year, it was, like, just... West yes. And myself inside of a party chat. And he was just going on and on about, like, some things Well, he's, like, he's playing. I think it was, like, uh, that freaking golf game on the ps Oh, Hot Golf. Everybody golf. Golfs. Everybody golfs. That's yeah. what it is, yeah. Everybody golfs when he was high as shit on yeah. stuff. And it was like, oh, my it God.
0: It was kind of a nice blessing, though, because it was, like, yeah, it was, like, three or four in the morning my time. And yes. I had, like, five hours left to go. And it was, like, he came in there with typical West nice energy. Little... And it was, yes. like, Okay, because everybody, like I said, everybody was just like, I could barely speak. Like, I felt (laughs) like I had drank a whole keg of beer and had been... I
1: was the only one, I think I was the only one among the guys that was actually still awake and actually just readily just gaming without thinking about going to sleep. But all of a sudden, it's like, here you have Wes, this little ball of sunshine, all of a sudden just, like, spreads himself across and, like, just gets all those, like, those, like, freaking, like, sleepy clouds away. And it's like, oh oh god it's west being west mm-hmm. this is gonna be nice yeah
0: <laughs> i remember uh i played like the last eight hours of the of it was uh assassin's Creed odyssey and uh. with like an hour left kevin kevin and uh, sam were asking me my thoughts on it i'm like it's it's good man it's good <laughs> it's that's good. all i can muster is like it's good guys. It's, so, it's 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 fun guys But yeah, it was it, it was, it was, you know, it's a blast. Uh, I I recommend if, you know, if this is something that you're, maybe it's the first year going into, uh, take Monday off. Uh, even though you have, sun, you know, we do, we usually start eight or nine o'clock. Uh, usually most people start uh, between seven and 9 a.m. on Saturday. And, and, you know, like I said, you're doing 24, 25 hours, Sunday morning, but yes. Sunday has gone. You you lose Sunday. Because even if you know you sleep for eight hours, your sleeping schedule is thrown off, and you know you're you're still not fully recovered. And then if you gotta go back to work on Monday, I've done it before. I, I went back to work, and it's just a miserable. It's a, Monday's a miserable day. And then this makes the, it Monday's already a sucky day. But then you got go in with your with jacked up sleep schedule, uh, probably not, not nearly enough sleep, uh, and you just you could barely function on Monday. Oh or man, yeah,
1: I've done that once before and stuff. Well one year playing games on Extra Life thing, was it like back, I think it was like around 2015 or something, or 2016, we, you and I were in the PSN chat and stuff, and I had literally stayed up, up until like around 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning, I was Mm -hmm. playing that beta for Indivisible, I think it was at that point, and uh, I kid you not, I could not sleep for the rest of that day, up until like, I hit nighttime. even so, I still fell asleep like about 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning, which is like, oh my fucking god, man, just like, When you game for extra life and you're up for so long, like about 24, 25 hours or whatever, it's literally gets you through the process of the time you do fall asleep, you're going to clock out for like 11 or 12 hours. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's going to (laughs) happen.
0: Yeah. In which that did happen to me. (laughs) So for me, like I never do, like I'll get done, like I said, eight, nine o'clock and then I'll, I'll go, I'll lay down, but I can't sleep now. Cause like, you're so, you're just so happy. It's over. And you're done this yeah. really cool thing. You raise this money. It's a, it's like, it's really like, you can't wait for it to be over. Like that last, that last hour, honestly, always is kind of like the fastest uh, of it. Cause you're just like home stretch and it's over. And, but like, you just, so you can't, I have trouble going to sleep and then I might sleep for like a couple hours. And like I said, you're just kind of, you're done for the day. Like there's just yep. nothing you can do. It's done. Uh, I, I actually always take Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off because Monday is also a recovery day. Uh, like you're still kind of out of it. Tuesday is kind of when you're like you're back to normal, uh, and then Wednesday is kind of like all right, like I'm good, I'm finally like 100 again. So then you have, oh, yeah. it kind of makes it easier when you go into work and you only got to work two or three days instead. Uh, so I recommend it. if you have the time, you're able to take time off for doing this, do that. Uh, I remember last year actually, I made the agreement that I was going to help you beat Resident Evil Six. Uh,
1: during oh. actual life, and then oh. we, st- we got like half. I think it was, no, think it was like it was you, around. What was it? You started it, like I started it. Yes,
0: I did not join you. You're like, no. You're like Tyler. You want to play Resident Evil Six? I'm like, dude, I I can't. Like I'm playing. <laughs> I can't. I'm playing games. I I'm playing like Mario Odyssey right now. Like one of the greatest games of all time. And I'm and all
1: of a sudden I ask you to play some of the worst games. Yeah, and I'm just loads. like I'm not even having
0: fun playing Mario Odyssey. That's how miserable cool. I am. And I'm not, Well, not like, I've oh. obviously worse things in the world than playing Mario Odyssey, but, uh, in the world. But, like, even, I, I'm like, I'm not even really enjoying this right now. There's no chance in hell I'm going to join you in Resident Evil <laughs> 6. Like, I know I promised you, but I can't. I just can't do it. I
1: understand that completely. Because yeah. even <laughs> even after that Extra Life thing where I did play to the extent where I got to the part inside of Chris Redfield story where I kept running out of fucking bullets. Mm-hmm. To try to go forth, and uh, I had to go through and inti- touch like an entire mission. I couldn't even get through the entire mission because that freaking glitch happened. Oh, that's right. Remember that and man. and uh, yeah, I have not touched that game since then, and I don't think I'll ever want to touch it again. That's good. That's <laughs> fair.
0: I deleted it off my PlayStation after uh, Extra Life last year. i like, I'm never like, oh, yeah. if I wasn't gonna play it during Extra Life. I'm never gonna play it. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a cool thing. It's fun. Like we have great times doing it. Like like I said, you get a party chat. We always have our uh, late night Rocket League like set marathon session. Oh my god, for, like, four yes, or five hours, which is probably my favorite por- part of Extra Life, is because we'll get a lot of people in. You know, it's Saturday night, so people that aren't in Extra Life will join you to play with you. So, um, you know, usually during during the during the thing, you always have at least three or four people in the party chat. Then you have we we'll have so many people that we can't even uh, we have people playing with us that can't even be in the party chat. Oh my god, um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's an incredibly fun thing to do, um, but yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day, Gables. Uh, I what's got that? I got an idea for actually for us. What? 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 What's up? So there's a game that came out earlier this year. I pre ordered. Was really excited about it. Uh, I believe the guy made himself famous at last year's Game Awards by saying "fuck the Oscars." <laughs> he, had a, he released a game back in March that I bought. After that, I'm like, I'm I gotta buy his game. Well, I didn't know it oh, until, no. like, the day it came out. You can only play it with two people. Oh, that's right. So, a game called A Way Out. I will oh, yeah. get you a copy of that game. Oh, shit. It's about six hours. So, I'm thinking you, me, Extra Life. Play yeah. through A Way Out. Holy
1: shit. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Okay cool it's gonna to have to be like an evening <laughs> probably it's gonna be like towards the evening or something that's, like that that's potentially fine. as long as but, it's not, that's good it's not, as long as that
0: resident Evil six bad i think we'll be okay
1: uh, oh yeah i think it'll be, it'll be swimmingly that'll be pretty interesting yeah
0: <laughs> so cool i've been like i want to play through that game but it's just like when the fuck am i gonna find six hours to play with like sit down with somebody to play that game and,
1: and extra life is the most probably ideal moment that we're gonna have with that yeah
0: so <laughs> i just, cool i will, i'll get you a copy of that game and we will play through that gables but uh yeah that's extra life <laughs> uh i'm gonna talk about it every week uh here on out i you know i don't mention it too much um throughout the rest of the year until tell about this about october i'm gonna bring it up every week just to remind people out there uh, yeah extra extra dash life.org uh go there sign up donate, whatever. Uh, if you want to donate to us, we really would appreciate it. Uh, I'm Tyler Courtney, and we have Gabe Bagno. If you don't want to bag, just say no. That's how you... Yep. It's an easy way to spell his name. <laughs> That's how I always remember how he spells his name. Uh, even though it's super easy, I just got to say that in my head to do it. So... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, let's move on to the meat and potatoes of the show. Uh, I played uh, a few games this week. Um, so, kind of a fun thing for you guys. Uh, this... So... I kinda of went on a bit of a rant last week about Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh and said a lot of not so nice things about it. Uh and this was I think we recorded last Friday. So we recorded a day early. And uh that following morning on Saturday, like I got woke up early. I'm like, I'll pop it on and just uh play it for a little bit. And uh, I played for like four hours straight and beat the game. This gives me the next point. Uh, so after I beat the game, I, I went and started editing the podcast, and I got to the part where I started talking about the game. I'm like, ah, shit. Because <laughs> I said, I mean, I, I still agree with some of those my standpoints about the game, about how but basically the the, the the main thing about it was it was just it was so much climbing with the, through the main story, and then the side stuff was just more of climbing, and it wasn't really so much. There were some puzzles in there, but the most part it was just a whole – X, yeah, lock just jumping, two things. It wasn't really much of a challenge. It was just like it feels like you guys are trying to pad out this game. And then at a certain point in the story, I, I mainly just did story stuff at that point, and I just got hooked because I got to a certain part in, in the story where I was just like, it kind of uh, like it got, it got way more like the story wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like like anything amazing. Uh, it was kind of just like a standard, uh, you know, video game above average, but a, a, a standard video game. Uh, like popcorn flick type of a story and then at a certain point like it kind of changed into more of a shooter which I was okay with the the, latter, the last probably 40% of the main story is just turns into more of a third person shooter uh, and that was majority of that last chunk uh, and Laura's character totally changes kind of becomes more of a kind of cool like she kind of turns into, like more badass She's like she gets like this enough is enough point and like the switch hits, and she just turns into this complete badass, and it's really cool. And that last chunk is, I think, was is really awesome. And the way it kind of wraps up is really cool. And um, I went, to, so I left it in there. I'm like, I'll leave it in there. It's, it's still kinda the way I felt. That's fine. So I, I exported the podcast. I went to go upload it. We, wouldn't went, you know, we are six megabytes over for the month because I was showing. This was September still. We are six megabytes over our data for the month. Of, so I couldn't, I couldn't release it. I'm like, well, shit. Well, about one megabyte is around a minute. i um, I found in the five and a half years we've been doing this podcast, uh, and just so happens that my rant is like nine minutes long. So I just, I cut the whole thing out, you know. So it was like I was thinking about cutting it out anyways, but then like I said, I, I'm like I'll leave it in there. It's my honest opinion, and I'll talk about it next week. I'm like, well, I got to leave. I got. I'm like I gotta. I want to release a show, so I'm like, uh, so I went and deleted out of there. Like I said it totally changed on me uh, and yeah it just became a much better game like I'm not gonna sit there and say oh this it's worth getting through that first because I don't know I don't know how long the story is maybe about ten hours long so I don't know if it, if uh it's worth playing the first sixty percent of the game just get that last half I'm not gonna sit there and say that uh I'll say I'm happy I stuck I stuck through it and played it I probably put about closer to fifteen hours in just doing side stuff but like I said, I went to a certain point where I just started playing to the story mode, and it just hit me, and I couldn't stop playing it, and I just knocked it all out. Um, so I really I really ended up enjoying it in the end. Um, another game I played is called Transference. Uh, and I, I really, like, I'll, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm on Twitter a lot, but I don't really tweet a lot. Um, I like to read about what's going on, and just, uh, yeah, I like to, re- I'll respond to things here and there, but I don't really post tweets myself um you know, maybe
1: maybe like
0: five or ten in a week you know at most um which isn't a lot for some people there's I've seen some more some people do that and, and that's an hour for them um so I played this game on Sunday night I'm like ah you know it's it's October I want to play a nice horror game so I bought it I bought it last week the week before I mean and it was 25 bucks it's that Elijah Wood game uh, it was a VR game, and then they converted it into, like, you can play it in VR, or you can play it regularly, and um, Ubisoft published it, um, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's October, I, I always want to play, this is a good, you know, obviously, you want to play, you want to do some, like, watch some horror movies or whatever, and I'm like, this is perfect for this time of year, so I want to play that. So night, I didn't really want to get super deep in anything, because I had to work the next morning, you know, it, was, it was, it wasn't late, but I, I didn't want to, like, it was too late to, like, really dive into a game and so like, perfect so i'll play this one i heard it's only it's not super long or i can just you know play it in a couple sessions um and i ended up beating it in under an hour uh and this game it, i i went on i i posted on twitter this is this is one of not i'm not gonna say the one of the worst games i've ever played but it's easily the worst game of the year i played so far uh, obviously you know i i we we pick and choose more what we play. Um but uh I you know it, it was still it still stands out. Like I was legitimately upset when this game was over. Uh like I what a, like I don't like to bring up with something when I, I talk about you know, even though we buy the games with our own money. Uh, I don't like to like, usually bring the price into things when I buy when I when I talk about something. Um and this, fuck this game, man! Twenty five dollars for this shit. This is, yeah. And I mean, there's some there's some collectible stuff, but I got like ninety percent of it without even trying. And I did I did this in less than an hour. Uh, I heard it was like two or three, so I'm like, okay, whatever. That's probably you know, like my big issue with Outcast without uh, Out was it Outlast. Outlast two was, it was like a fifteen hour game, and I'm like. That is way too long for a game like that. Like, six hours at most. So, I'm like, ah, two or three. Okay, that's fine. But then, at less than an hour of this it is... It's so... It is a game where you're, like, going into, like, this... Like, I don't really fully understand the story. I went, I went out and I started reading about, like, to understand the story. It's uh, so like, you are somebody, that like... There's, like, a dad, a husband, and... Or, dad and husband. Dad. Uh, there's the husband, the wife, and then there's the son. And... They end up doing this, like, VR stuff, and, like, you go into their minds, and all three of them end up getting stuck in, like, this virtual reality, and you're trying to get, you're trying to put these, like, puzzles, and I'm using um, uh, uh, the bunny ears when I say that, uh, to, like, help these people get out of it, and there's, like, some live action stuff with the characters. You see the characters, like, in the video game form, and then you see, like, live action stuff, which that part's actually kind of impressive. They do look uh, really well done, like, like watching the live action in the video Uh, game portion of them um but it's just it's basically um it's it's a walking simulator which isn't necessarily a bad thing for a horror game like i played like outlast is a walking simulator essentially um but it's i thought that was a really good version of it uh pt was a walking simulator but it was also really good so there's good things out there that they do that do it right in this in this category uh but I was just like, what is happening? Like, what are we doing? I'm reading things. Like, I wasn't like I was just trying to rush through this game. I'm, like, trying to f- figure out, what are we doing? And, like, it's not even, there's no jumps. Like, there's parts where they're supposed to, like, uh, they try to scare you uh, with some jump stuff. But I, I'm just, like, so confused it happens. I'm like, what was that? What is going on? And that was the whole thing. And I and then i up playing it. And I beat it. And I didn't even realize I was done with the game. And so I looked at my trophy that I got saying you you beat the game I'm like really that was it that, like that was the game um you like I had to said the last e3s or last three e3s and this is what you give us this sucks um so yeah like I went in I, I read some stuff I guess there's like so you find like videos like you can find videos and like uh, data logs and stuff throughout the game. And what you have to do is it's like, you can go with like the, the menu and you can watch these things or listen to them. And that kind of gives you the background of it, but it's like optional to, to do all this. So that like, that's how you're supposed to get the story out of it is it's like, basically the story is optional is what you're telling you. Uh, and I didn't realize that was happening until after the game. Like I was like, how are people figuring this out? And I'm like, Oh, you got to go into the, the start menu or press pause and go into the menu and find these, these videos. Um, so yeah, I, ugh, God, I did not like this game at all. This is not worth uh, any money whatsoever. Uh, I'm like I wouldn't even recommend this on the sale. Uh, and it's just clunky. It's very. It's like one of the, like if people play VR. It's if like even with the controller, it still has like all the clunkiness of like you're playing in VR, and the way you hold things and move around. It's like. You, you can deal with it cause it's in VR and I understand this was a VR game first and they converted it to a regular game, um, or non VR. Uh, but they just, it, it sucks and I do not like it. Uh, and I will, this is not obviously I do not recommend this, recommend this game at all. Even if it's on sale for five bucks, not worth it. Uh, this, yeah, it's, it's, uh, sucks. But, uh, I, I dabble in a couple other games. Um, Talk about about a month ago, I got the Xbox One X and I got some. I got a couple months free of Game Pass with it, and I played about an hour or two of Forza Horizon 4. Um, which I am not a racing guy at all. Uh, the last like r- r- real like racing game fan, like I, I've dabbled in, like, uh, obviously Burnout Paradise, I, I liked quite a bit, still do when, when the remaster came out earlier this year. Uh, Mostly, what I play though is like Mario Kart. Like that's the racing game I play. uh I haven't really delved into a a like as more of a realistic racing game since uh, Forza Horizon Two, and that was like 2006. I want to say I think I when I bought my second 360, no, my fourth 360, rather, because my first three Red Ring, I gave up on the console for a year. Uh, I bought that with it at launch, um, when or when I bought I bought that the day Forza uh, Forza Motorsport 2 came out. I bought that I bought that the Xbox 360. and I haven't played it since, and or you know, any of them really, or any like I said, racing games really since then. And I'm like I got the Game Pass, and obviously Microsoft puts all their first-party games on Game Pass on launch, so I downloaded it, checked it out, and this game is extremely fun. Actually, uh, I'm having fun uh this one the horizon one's more of the arcadey type uh like it's still got some, kind of some of the uh, simulator simulation style like uh like you, you gotta slow down going around corners uh it's a little more realistic the way it controls but kind of the things you do in the game are a little more um you know are, are more arcadey like one of the the first big things you do is you um uh, uh do like you're a stuntman for a uh action movie and you have to do uh you have to like do like some stuff in a certain amount of time, time trial, essentially. And then you got to make a big jump at the very end and jump, you know, get a certain amount of feet. Um, but there's, it was, there's kind of a story behind it. The you know, it's a, it's a thin one, but there's actually like a story mode to it. Um, we have to go through like, you get, you get like uh, as as you go through, you get uh, points, which are kind of like XP points. I can't remember if they call them. Influence points or influence points, something like that. And you go through like seasons so like the first thing it does is it makes you go to you drive like a tutorial race essentially. And it's really well done where you go through all four seasons in like five minutes. It's like hey now you're driving in the desert or you're driving on sand or the dirt I mean. And now you're driving like hey you're, it's an it's uh, autumn so now you're driving on dirt and then hey now you're driving on ice and it's winter in the spring it's rainy and stuff. So now you're driving and slick and in summertime it's regular like nice conditions. Um, and I think I think you start off in summertime. Uh, in this, and like, then obviously, you go to auto. Once you get to enough points, you go to autumn. I haven't got quite. I'm I need like one more race to get to the next section, uh, but I'm still in the first one. But like I said, I've only played a couple hours, but it's incredibly fun, um, especially you know, having game pass. Uh, where you know, it I mean, I know I, I got the free thing for it, but eventually, be, I'll be paying 10 bucks a month for it. But, um, definitely worth it, uh, so far, I think, to play. So, if you have an Xbox, um, and I would check at least get game pass. And try this game out. Because it, it's incredibly fun. Uh, so far. And the other thing. Uh, and I won't really talk about it. But I'll mention it. I did end up picking up Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I had a bunch of Best Buy bucks. And uh, I was just like. "Ah, oh, I, I wanted to get something to play. On my uh, Xbox. Uh, to try out. And I, I wish. I already pre-ordered it on. Uh, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider on PS4. Otherwise I would have gotten it on there. Because it was actually made on for Xbox first. Uh, but. You know, like, oh okay, this one's got the HDR and Xbox One X uh advanced, uh advance, whatever the hell they want to call it. I can't remember what what the what the term they always use for the Xbox One X stuff. But uh yeah, I played I've only played it for like an hour or two uh one uh for like an hour or two. It just came out on Friday. Um haven't really had time to sit down and play it. Um but I'll talk about that more next week. Um But cables, what have you been playing, buddy?
1: So yeah, the games that I've been playing this week are more of a continuation from the last couple weeks. I've been playing a little bit more of World of Warcraft. This time I'm actually inside the mid-90s in terms of leveling. I got to the area where I've heard from various experienced World of Warcraft players is their least favorite area. And for good reason too. And I'm talking about the Drainer, the World Drainer kind of expansion. Where from levels 90 all the way to 98... You go across this huge, like, expansive land and stuff where a lot of missions, a lot of the mission quests are kind of very linear, but one of the biggest pains in the ass is that I've actually come across now while playing it is the option where I can't even use my flying mounts to go across and go to different types of uh, locations because apparently the whole aspect of flying in that area is locked behind a lot of uh, main questing that you got to do. And a lot of other side quests you got to do. So it's like like another five to seven hours of me having to try to go and do that. And immediately when I thought about that, I'm like, uh-uh, fuck that shit. I went ahead. Instead, I'm just going sticking along with mainline leveling. And once I get to level 98, which I have an idea how to do so pretty quickly. And it starts tomorrow. <sighs> I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go head to the next expansion, to Legion... It's not like uh, the story missions and everything else are not like bad or anything. No, no, not at all. It's just the fact that uh, when I'm playing through this open world and I don't have access to some of my previous stuff that I've already got and I can't even use my flying mounts to fly to specific areas, which would make things more incredibly easier than me having to go on foot and tangle with mobs that are not only like maybe a level or two above what I am, but pretty much swarm wherever I go if I try to avoid them. <laughs> so I end up dying quite a bit of times trying to do that. <laughs> but uh, in a way, though, the the leveling process though hasn't been as bad as I thought. I ended up, like I said before, I ended up getting like four levels over the past week in this particular area. I went through one dungeon. I'm probably not going to do many more of like dungeon queuing for the area because... The dungeon queuing from this area is, for me, because I'm a DPS, like around half an hour. <laughs> huh. So a half an hour for me just to get into a freaking dungeon. I lucked out the first time, and I got it like within five minutes, right? And so the next time I tried, I was already well deep within other missions, and it basically was, oh, okay, here's a half an hour, blah, 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 here, you can enter a dungeon now. I'm like, no. No. No interest. <laughs> But um... Other than that, though, I have been trying different types of modifications for World of Warcraft through the Twitch application. This week I decided to jump in and see if I can actually go ahead and edit certain things, like how my my, uh, icon bar looks or how my maps are positioned and this and that. Basically what it is is I'm (laughs) just using mods for World of Warcraft through Twitch. Because I didn't know this at the time, but Twitch actually has its own modifications for specific games. So that streamers can stream things more easier. And among other things, obviously. But uh, there are a couple of useful ones that I'm really liking. Like there's is one called Bartender 4. Which you can completely edit the size and the scope of uh, your icon bar at the bottom of the screen. So it can make things easier looking. Oh, and special, and there's like another one that uh, has to do with the bags that you have. So when you play World of Warcraft, you have access to like five different bag slots, right? And each individual one can open up or not based upon certain button presses. With the BagOn application that I'm using, it's just one gigantic bag, pretty much one gigantic screen that you can manipulate and uh, increase or decrease based upon columns and rows. So it's basically like any type of other video game quintessentially and does not have the nuisances of like opening up like just specific ones to do this and that <laughs> but uh other than that I've actually used modification stuff to kind of fix the camera that I was doing plus uh, some of the immersion stuff where some of the story modes and the icons and stuff are easy selectable when I'm doing like world quest stuff it's just little quality of life things that would make my experience playing World of Warcraft a little bit better but uh, it's kind of funny how I go from beginning to play the game and stuff and getting used to the whole setup and then all of a sudden getting to like a couple months out since I first started playing World of Warcraft and I'm now just using modifications, using this, doing that, and just uh, I'm still leveling my first tune. That's basically what they call the characters, like freaking tunes that you're leveling up. <laughs> I know, it's such a funny way of just saying new character, but... But uh, other than that, though, I've been playing more than just World of Warcraft. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> I've also been playing the game that I bought today called One Strike. Now, One Strike is an arcade style of kind of a combatant fighting game to where you basically take control of one of six characters. They're each individual type of uh, weapon artist or something like that or like samurai basically. And uh, they have each individual weapons, each individual styles of uh, fighting stances and this and that. And timing is of the essence when you play in this game, because you basically can kill your opponent in one strike. And so the controls are laid out to where each attack feels different. You have an attack button, you have a guard button, and you have a front dash and a back dash. And like I said, timing is everything in this game because you can time people's strikes and try to counter and do this and that. At this current moment, I have went through the arcade portion of it, I think, three times. Three, yeah, about three times, and this is on the easy mode of it because I wanted to see how difficult the game can get. And yeah, even on some of the easy modes, it can be a little bit difficult, especially if you're not used to timing certain things in fighting games, which... Yeah, I'm kind of there, like, here and there. But I gotta say, though, the game, in and of itself, is pretty addicting. It can be pretty addicting, like, on the go. Because I was playing my Switch while doing errands today. And that was predominantly one of the games that I was playing a lot of. (laughs) But uh, other than that, that's pretty much what I have been playing for this week. But I will have a bunch more to talk about the next week as i dig into the whole backlog of switch games that i got
0: all right man well very cool uh i hope you finally play goddamn hyperlink drifter i know right you and justin you sons of bitches (laughs) um cool um well surprisingly there was actually a decent amount of news uh typically this time of year uh it seems like we you you see you see a lot of either you get a bunch of games. No, and little to no news, or you have a bunch of news and little to no games, but this week we've actually got a few pretty bigger size topics than what do you see this time of year. Um, this first one, pretty big story, I think. Uh, Wall Street Journal is reporting that a new version of the the Switch uh, will be coming out uh, sometime in the second half of 2019. Uh, according, This is all according to suppliers and other people with direct knowledge of the plan. Um... So, currently, there is, like, that's really all we have. There's no, like, um, there's talks like, well, they'll have a nicer screen. They're going to go towards more of, like, what Apple has with, like, the iPhone X series. Um, But no other news, like, is it going to be more powerful? It's going to be nicer graphics, like, uh, better kickstand, um, Bluetooth. What what, what is it going to be? We don't know. But, I mean... We both we both got ours at launch yep. uh, and are very happy with it but uh, we, I don't know, what, would you be interested in getting another one if this is true and uh, or what would it what would it need for you to make you want to go out and get one
1: That's a good question in and of itself. Honestly, the what would actually get me to bite on another ream like a remodel of the Nintendo Switch is if it does one of a couple things. One It has to have a lot better of a battery life than what it currently has, which, it's decent. I mean, it's decent, though, but there are various games I don't play on that system while it's mobile, and for good reason. Because it sucks the battery life because of how much processing power is required while on the go. I look at, uh, oh gosh, Breath of the Wild being one of those games. Mario Kart 8 is actually another one, which a lot of processing power goes by while you're playing the game on the go... Hell, maybe as much as, say, like, a half an hour to an hour extra of, like, use, that would help out quite a bit. And this is coming from someone that actually still... Like, he uses... I use my Switch, obviously, while I'm going to and from, like, with errands or going to work or something like that. But I usually have it on airplane mode while I'm going, like, uh, and bringing it to places. So, even with airplane mode on, I mean... I don't generally have this issue when it comes to playing other games that are like maybe don't require a lot of processing power or this or that. like say Rocket League Rocket League at some points like doesn't require too much or even for like some of the obscure games, they say like Night Terrors or Kamiko or like even like uh, One strike, that didn't require a lot of processing power and I can still play that game for like maybe like an hour extra than I would playing like Breath of the Wild. So, battery power is one. Another is probably the design of the screen, considering that uh, for some Switch owners, one of their main beefs that they've had with the system is, like, the various scratches that they had with some of the dock dock issues. Either have a completely separate dock that's not going to be so, obst- like, obstructive or something like that to the Switch's screen in general, or, like, kind of rework it to where it's something along the lines of... Uh, have, you know, like how the dock is right now where you just basically slip it in and stuff and like have your Joy-Cons, this and that, but maybe make it more or less where you're just inserting the system inside of it, possibly, you know, like on the, like a, kind of like how you would put a cartridge inside of an NES, right, kind of similar to that, to where it's face up, right, and then you have your Joy-Con controllers still attached to charge and this and that it's just a reworking on the angle of it and the way that it's present like the way the system rests along with whatever like type of like things that it rubs up against just needs to be improved basically and so it could be as much as say like have like little bits of like cushions or some little bits of padding while you're inserting like the system itself but uh, let's see another thing I would probably say is probably have maybe a better like internal storage, because I think at this moment in time, it was, uh, you have like what, 30 gigs, 25, 30 gigs or something for the, 32. Yeah, 32 for the internal, maybe up it to about 64, possibly, if that, I mean, it would rival that of like, uh, some Apple smartphones that have had that amount before, but, that's the thing, if they really want to shift a momentum, for the system, they got to hit it to where they could probably get the most bang for their buck. And from what I have seen, $300 for the original Switch, I could see this remodel being maybe 250 And the reason why I think it may be 250 is possibly they would go with a route of, like, uh possibly just having, like, handheld only, quintessentially. That could possibly be something they would look into. Would I want to see it? Probably not, because (laughs) I kind of like how my Switch is originally. You know, plug it in the TV, play it on there, do that on the go or something. But other than that, I can't really think of too much other stuff I would want to improve upon the system at this moment.
0: Yeah, uh, I I think all those need to be there, obviously, for it to be worth it, to be successful. Uh, Those are definitely, I think, all things people like. Especially when you you see some of the way games run on it when it's in handheld mode uh compared to uh when it's docked like breath of the wild well docked at certain points it's kind of struggled frame rate wise but when you like there's a few times where i'd be like watching tv or something like that and i'd be playing the game and it's like all right I'm playing the game on handheld i'm like ooh, this is a little rough um but i mean i'm not surprised they're doing this i i knew in this is something they've been there was rumors about this right not too long after the Switch initially launched right. two years ago. Or last... Oh, my God. A year and a half ago. It uh, feels like two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, for me, it would just be like a more powerful one. Uh, make it a, a good enough upgrade where it's worth, it's worth the investment. Like, I had the Pro. I had the Xbox One X. So, um, I, I am not too upset about this being a, a thing right uh especially with them wanting to get more of the the third party involvement in there it's like you know the the triple third party stuff in there so i think for them to kind of stay relevant they need to do this as obviously as the games are only getting more and more powerful and this game i mean this this console is struggling to play games that are a couple of years old already when this thing launched and um now that they want, if they want to play games, are going on to the future, especially with the new consoles being less than or about two years out. Uh, that's the one thing that I I, I I could see being a mistake. If this is like this is gonna be a more powerful version, of it. this is what's gonna be. It's gonna be the XL essentially, the 3ds XL. Uh, where I, I would almost say wait. I mean, it's only say it comes out in I don't know October, November 2019. It's it my that it's a little it's that's a little too soon, you know. Um, where I think the the PS Four was uh, over three years later, uh, and then the Xbox One X was four years later, um, so I, you know, a little over two years um, out since the new one, a little soon. And especially, I, I would almost think it'd be better if you waited till I don't know another year and a half or so, uh, maybe launch right before like the spring of twenty twenty, or maybe even the spring of twenty twenty one. Like wait and see what those New consoles are going to look like
1: right, and, right.
0: Because the problem is, is like if there, if part of it, I think it's going to be more powerful. That's probably what's going to be. It's probably going to be you're going to be able to dock it, play on the go. It's going to be all that. Um, it's probably going to be more powerful. Uh, more, than, I mean, it's got to be. Um, and the problem is if that thing's going to launch, and it's not. It's already. It's still going to be behind what the Pro and the Xbox One X is, and even what the regular PS4 and Xbox One is. More than likely. And then when you launch and then a year out, the new stuff's out, you're going to be even further behind because uh, that's all of the new rave's going to be. Right. Uh, are those two new consoles and they're going to be a lot more powerful than probably what we're used to, wh- what we got with the Pro and the Xbox One X. Um, so that, that's, I, I mean, obviously it's tough knowing what's, like, I don't, obviously the big improvements I think, the biggest improvements they can make is, is more of the handheld side of things, like I so said, the battery life, better screen, um, things like that kickstand uh but I, I i could see this what what they're gonna what they could do is make this kind of what what sony and xbox did with the new one where it's like the the old versions gonna we're gonna drop that down i'd say drop down 200 bucks and then make this one 300 or even right. maybe 350 at the most um and like we'll have you can have the the regular you can have the the one you have a cheap model cheaper model or if you want if you want to here's the bigger model uh, and one thing they're definitely going to fix or figure out a way, uh, do an update or something is before this is which is bullshit. This is even, uh, this is our, this is an issue. Still, is a way to plug your SD card into another switch without having to wipe it.
1: That's uh, very true. Transfer
0: saves. because especially with the cloud saving, you're not all, you. It's insane that the cloud saving came out and it still does like. There's still a bunch of games that you can't use a cloud saving on, even some first-party games. Yeah, Even games coming up, there are first-party games you can't use it on, which blows my mind. It's ridiculous, Um, yes. You're going to have to find a way to make that work. Um, So, if people don't have the the online service, like, it's just insane to me. They wouldn't have that, but they're going to have to find a way to fix that. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like like I said, I'm not, like, super, like, excited about it, uh, but uh but my my biggest my really my biggest concern is it's gonna, that they're going to do what they did with uh with like the with the 3DS with like the XL and stuff where like if you didn't have an XL a lot of games did not run super well like the like Smash Brothers played fine on the X, on the XL but if you had the regular 3DS it didn't play nearly as well on there oh yeah uh-huh. even
1: with like and the then... even like with the 3DS XL though i mean the processing power really wasn't like as it really wasn't as, like, uh, decent. But, yeah, you were right, though. On the regular 3DS, if you tried to play, like, Smash Brothers, that thing just took so much time in order to load the game inside of it. Whereas, mm-hmm. if, if you try to play it on a new 3DS XL right now, that game runs pretty much flawlessly because of the processing power yeah. of it.
0: Yeah, so, that's what I mean, like, the new one, like, the new 3DS, the uh, yeah, I think it, it ran a lot better... And then there was even games like Hyrule Warriors got ported to the 3DS, and yep. like that game wouldn't even really run on the new on the old one. No, and it, it ran like garbage on the new 3DS. And there was there's exclusive games that you can only play on the new 3DS. Like, if they can avoid all that, um, then I think they'll be better off. Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see though. We'll probably hear. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear more around E3 time. Probably, maybe even uh, before that. But uh. Moving on, sticking with Nintendo. Um, so Animal Crossing was announced about a month ago at a direct. Yep. Um, and so now there's there's some information, some rumors out there that are suggesting that the uh, Animal Crossing for Switch is actually going to be a late Q1, early Q2 uh, game for next year, meaning March. Excuse me, March or April of next year instead of a lot of people, I think, were assuming uh, a late fall game. It uh, doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Uh, I guess, you know, one, do you, do you believe this to be true? And two, is that is that probably a better for it to be in that time of year than be in the fall?
1: Let's see. For one, I believe this is definitely the right time to release the game. No, for to release Animal Crossing in general, because even inside the Japanese, like, standard little things, some of their new year is actually, like, in April in terms of, like... Uh, Oh, well, in terms of school year stuff, that could be, (laughs) I could be, like, totally wrong about it, but, uh, I'm just kind of relying on, like, uh, past things that i played, like, in a Persona game at one point, where it's, like, the start of their school year or something like that was, like, April, and stuff like that, and it's, like, blah, 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 but, anyway, just regard that, but I think it's, like, a pretty good time of the year to release, like, uh, Animal Crossing, considering that this game possibly will be, like, overlooked in terms of, uh, Near the fall, especially if you have other like big AAA games releasing at that point, but even though Animal Crossing is a pretty damn popular franchise and people will mob to it regardless of when it's going to release, just having it like inside of the quarter, the first, the end of the first quarter or beginning of the second fiscal quarter for Nintendo is a smart move because at this point in time, after December, there really isn't like too many big first party Nintendo games that are going to be releasing along that time at this moment in time anyway. And uh, with rumors with the rumors of like the momentum stuff with their potential new model of a Switch having an Animal Crossing around that time makes sense to me in my opinion, but uh, yeah, pretty much. What do you think, Tyler?
0: Um I think I think it's probably best for it to be there um in that in, that, in the earlier in the year. I think it's not going to I mean that game's got a a pretty good audience around it but it's kind of an it's it's not like uh it's definitely not like the the mount rushmore of nintendo franchises right so i don't i think things be I, I, I think the game gonna be insanely popular but i don't think it's if it got released in october november or something like that it's gonna get swallowed up by the AAA stuff yes um so being there is probably smarter uh you got yoshi that time of year i mean i know there's you know, march april uh the like january february is super packed uh and then there's a couple games in march so like being in like a march or april uh would be a good time for it uh, and then you got ush probably shortly after that i mean nintendo's always kind of uh formulaic about their uh, their releases anyways they've changed it with the switch or it used to be with the wii u uh, you could figure out well okay here's the games they have coming out this year this one's gonna come out the Memorial day this one's gonna come out right before uh labor day this one's gonna come out on black right the week of black friday blah 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 and now they're a little different now, but you're starting to see that pattern they have. They always try to have that big game in June. Uh, they always want to have another another big game in the beginning of the year. Yes, maybe one in, in between there, and then they have you know usually have one or two you know two or three actually in the fall season. So we already we already know we got the new Pokemon <clears throat> next November probably um, probably gonna be another big one. In the may maybe in there, maybe Metroid Prime. Um, we don't know about those ones. I know. Uh, yeah. So it makes the most sense and I believe that I imagine this game's probably been in the works for a little while now and it's I mean I'm not trying to like downplay this game but how Animal Crossing is Animal Crossing uh, there's been like five of them they're all essentially the same kind of thing just kind of repeated over and over again which I mean people love it I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing I play uh, 500 hours of Madden every year so <laughs> I'm not going to knock anybody for that uh, but it, you know that's what it is, what it is. so who I, I doubt I don't I, I don't think there's gonna be a major change in the formula of how uh of it so i imagine it's not like a super uh difficult game to be making it's not you know from the ground up or anything like that um so yeah i guess we'll have to wait and see though i imagine well that'll probably be something we hear when they have their big january i think there'll be probably two more directs this year uh maybe probably one that's like pokemon and uh smash Bros related and then maybe like another small one in there between it's not going to be anything big but then i imagine I think we'll hear probably in the January. They always have that big direct in January. I think that's when we'll hear about it. Um, but uh, moving on to some non some non Nintendo stuff. Uh, so Kotaku is um, reporting that uh, they've had multiple sources, uh, anonymous sources, that are, uh, developers um, of they're making like they're working on the multiplayer games. They're on PlayStation. They have been doing some working on some uh, bugs to fix uh, for their online services that would uh make it so you can finally change your username on playstation hmm. so for people out there that hate their name um and want to change it it sounds like that is coming soon uh there's been i mean this has been off and on for a long time now there's there's people out there that came out like publicly with like like didn't wasn't an anonymous source like came out and said hey we were working on this and like you know before the ps4 came out and people are people even said this after the ps4 like, they're working on it still and um they just—we haven't heard anything about it. Um, and there's, I guess, a couple photos. They didn't—they didn't get shown off, but Kotaku, I guess, has photos of, like with evidence that this is actually true. Um, so I mean, it's kind of a rumor-filled podcast this week, but um, I don't know. It's kind of similar to the same questions. Do you believe this to be true? And would you be interested in something like this, in changing your name? I mean,
1: well, I'm definitely interested in seeing this rumor stuff is true because let's be perfectly honest, right here. Besides Nintendo doing their own things, every other service has a way you can actually change your username in terms of the gaming space. Xbox mm-hmm. charges about 10 bucks, you know, like Microsoft charges about 10 bucks to change their name, your name and stuff like that, which I end up doing to currently Colonel Gables on Xbox Live, <laughs> even though I haven't used that freaking Xbox Live thing in quite a few years now, but... I would most likely welcome this change, even though I still go by Hacks Blue on PSN. I would love to change it to Colonel Gables because that's quintessentially—that's <laughs> quintessentially become my nickname, not just here but also at work as well. As people started calling me Colonel God Gables,
0: it. God damn, it, yes, <laughs> this is my proudest moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, first they started calling me Gables, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yes. And all of a sudden my coworkers are like, oh, you know what? It's like, uh, oh, there's got to be something right here. We can't just call you Gables. It's like, well, how about Colonel Gables? Oh yeah, we'll call you Colonel Gables. Like, goddamn it. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, <laughs> it's kind of funny how the podcast, and all of a sudden it's like one nickname gets hold, like held on or something like that, and then there's like another one that just goes and readily replaces it. So, yes, I would love to change my PSN name to Colonel Gables. <laughs> nice. Like, what would you yeah, do? I,
0: um, You know, for years, I've always thought about changing my online name. It's always just been, like, Gingerboy507. That's what is on pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to have uh, a more original name. Uh, you know, like I'd always like to have one that doesn't have numbers at the end of it. I haven't really ever thought of, like, I've never really thought of, like, a really cool one that kind of works for me. Um I, you know I thought about, I there was and since the stories come out I've put a lot of thought No, i been sitting around for hours thinking about it but you know I'm thinking about it I'm like well, what would I change my name to and i I don't have a clue still um, okay but uh, I, I would if someone has a good nickname for me a good one like uh let me please let me know it kind of fits me my personality it's just like a fun little nickname uh please let me know because I would like to uh I, I'm open to a change and then and the, the I've never been uh full on like love the ginger boy name uh it's just kind of what I when I when I created an Xbox 360 account um when I first got my 360 I was like what, what am I gonna what am I gonna call it And like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay'm I'm ginger I guess I'll call it them I was ginger and I'm 16 ginger boy boom done and that's kind of what I've had for 13 years uh so uh, yeah I hope that's I hope that's the case um you know if there's a small fee for changing it. that's fine uh like i said everything every every other service has a way out there to change your name so makes sense to finally have it but i know the way they made it didn't it wasn't really future proofing for them uh but i guess we'll have to wait and see but i hope that's the the case um and then finally our final story this is something i actually broke only a few hours ago i didn't even hear about it until Gables and i were already on the uh i was i was watching football and stuff and over at a friend's house so um I didn't hear anything about this until we were on the Skype chat talking. I was just kind of looking for news the last second and this popped up. I'm like, Oh, this is really cool. So we talked about the last few weeks, but telltale, uh, obviously they closed, uh, they, they laid off a few more people, um, earlier in this week, sadly. Um, but I guess, uh, some melancholy news it's kind of, I don't know, kind of good for gamers. Uh, and I think good for, good for some of the people that were laid off by telltale. Uh, but, um, Robert Kirkman, who is the creator of Walking Dead, uh, he owns a, a, a studio called Skybound, which I didn't know he owned it, but I knew, I know, I've known of Skybound since uh, the original Walking Dead, Telltale Walking Dead. Uh, they were they helped work on it, but never knew it was Robert Kirkman that owned it. But um, they announced that uh, the New York Comic Con uh, panel for Walking Dead that Skybound uh, is going to finish the final two episodes the final season, and not only that, but they are going to work with some of the uh, original um, uh, members that were working on the story um, to help finish it up and get, finish it hopefully the right way. Um, wow! So yeah, I mean, some it's something I've been dealing with the last few weeks to t- talk about this with you, and I think a lot of gamers have been as well about how what's what's a good way for this to work out for everybody, and obviously the, the you know they had the lawsuit going on with Telltale. Hopefully this can some sort of way help them out. I don't know if it can or not. Um, but I mean, the fact that they're going to work with the original members of Telltale, that that's something, hopefully they get some money out of this. It's a paycheck. Um, I mean, I know it's not, there's no way to make this better. Um, I mean, or fix this completely, but this, this, you know, they can help. It makes, it will make it better, uh, but it's not fixing uh, the, the major issue. Um, but, you know, I thought this is this was, I guess, some good news. Something positive coming out of this. And a lot of people on, uh, like, I've been keeping up with it on Twitter. Uh, like, a lot of the, the people that are laid off talking about, like, they are one of the things are obviously, they're bummed out and they lost the lost their paycheck, but they're really bummed that uh, their story that they wrote isn't getting completed or they're worried that somebody else is going complete complete to complete it for them. Right. So, I guess, uh, in a way, this is kind of like, kind of the best of both worlds in a kind of a way where um, you know hey they get to finish this, the story gets finished and they get to help finish it so um, they don't, you know not, it's not the way they wanted it but at least I guess it's going to happen uh, if people don't know Skybound has also I mean they, they they're mostly like a TV studio but uh, they, like I said they worked on the Walking Dead stuff the, all, the, all the previous seasons but they also released a really cool game back in I want to say 2016 uh, called Oxenfree uh, that's true yeah, which is a game I really, really enjoyed uh, when it came out. Kind of a... kind of, um, Telltale-esque in the story telling portions of it, but it was a 2D side-scroller. Uh, but it was really well done, and I highly recommend people check that game out. You usually can find it fairly cheap nowadays. It's on everything. It's on Switch and PC, everything like that. So check it out if you haven't already. Um, if you're into those those type of games. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of like I said, it's kind of a weird thing where like I, I am i one way, happy that the story's going to end. We're finally getting into the story, but also it's like, it's, you know, I don't know. Like I've never really, I don't think I'm ever really gonna be able to fully enjoy, uh, the walking dead, the final season. Like I wanted to. And unfortunately, the, you know, but more importantly, the people that worked on this game, uh, that lost their jobs will not get to, the, uh, and fully enjoy the way this game gets completed either. Uh, so I guess it's a small positive light, uh, um, and i guess coming out of this uh, what about you Gables?
1: well to be perfectly honest with you that's probably one of the most positive things that could have happened with the end of this game series to be perfectly honest with you because now you have the original creator of the walking dead along with his game studio going through and just finishing up the leftover remnants even extending offers to the previous people that were working on the project in order to make sure that this not only does it come out on, you know, like, come out right, you know, with nothing, like, really messed up or nothing up on the the hindrance of, like, the past shoddy management that was prevalent at Telltale. So, honestly, I could just see nothing but positives coming from this, you know? It may not be, it could possibly, you know, it could possibly be good, decent, bad, who knows? Regardless of the quality of it, it's just the fact that they're willing to go through, finish up the rest of the game and stuff and just releasing and stuff to please the longtime fans of the game series. You know, it's a good moral victory, honestly, in my honest opinion.
0: Yeah. And to kind of, you know, put a pin in it, I guess if anybody is going to finish this up, it, this is probably the best studio to do it. Exactly. And people said, Oh, like don't know should work on it. Or deck nine no, should work on it. It's like, yeah, like they're really—they they did a great job. Obviously, I've I read about those two studios, but but don't uh, Life is Strange. But um, Skybound was already a part of the development of the whole process from the first season, right. the very first episode to now. Uh, so they—I mean—they've been a part of this process, They're not some just random people jumping in the middle of this. Like they've had their hands on it. So and the fact they are willing to get the you know, take some uh, taking some people to help finish this game up from yeah. the original crew. So uh, I guess. Like I said, if anybody was going to wrap this up and it wasn't going to be those original people from Telltale, this is probably the best case scenario for that. Yeah. So, I'm not trying to sound like I'm ungrateful. I'm obviously very happy about the fact that um, this is happening. I just – it sucks the reason why this is happening, I know.
1: I it's like the, the way – the reason why I'm happy, it's not so much that the game is getting finished but the fact that it's getting closure and stuff with the same people – the, some of the same people that helped work and actually go through and make that game series the way it was, you know, because of the creator of The Walking Dead, which, hey, that's awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't get that type yeah. of, like, happy endings to stories like that in the gaming industry that often, but it's like, this one's just a good turning point.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Is it's, it's kind of closure, I think, for uh, Telltale itself and for maybe those people, um, and I think for gamers itself, it's not going to be something... Five years from now, oh man, what could have been? It's like we're gonna have it, so yeah, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll hear more about that soon. And uh, hopefully, they'll, you know, we'll get uh, to, hopefully, we'll get released fairly really soon. I hope so. Uh, but I think that's gonna wrap up the show for us this week, Gables. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, if you like us, uh, we have we're pretty much out there everywhere on everything. So, uh, if you want to check us out on Facebook, we're at Drunk Nerds, Drunk Nerds. Uh, like we have a page and group. So like a join us on there, uh, at Twitter, we're, um, at Drunk Nerds Pod. Follow us on there, please. Uh, twitch.tv slash Drunk Nerds Podcast. Follow us on there. And friend says, we're like Friends friends are good. Mm-hmm. And then on, uh, iTunes, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Leave us five stars and give us a uh, comment, a uh, review. Um, and then on YouTube, of course, uh, leave a, um, a Drunk Nerds Podcast. Uh, uh, subscribe to us in there sorry give us a big thumbs up podcast goes up there as well and leave us a nice little comment really appreciate when you guys do that Uh, the more thumbs up five stars comments reviews that we get the more people get to see us which is only better for us than everybody else so once again thank you guys for joining us I was your host
1: Tyler Tyler and I have been Colonel Gables so until next time everyone have yourself a good week play yourself a lot of fun filled games and most importantly of all listen to a fun filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast hey hey, gables yeah too sweet too sweet bye guys see ya